Hey folks, it's us, podcasting wonderkins John Bishop and Lucas Southworth. Although this is a podcast about cars, it is not age-appropriate for the target demographic of these films, as we usually end up talking about the reproductive organs of Lightning McQueen. Alright, now let's take a look under the hood. everybody and welcome to the Kachat. It is, of course, well, we weren't the only podcast for just a second. I'm sure by now you've heard about uh, Zach Braff and Donald Faison. You know, they've been teasing their Scrubs rewatch podcast for a while. And they thought since, you know, there's only one competing podcast, let's go ahead and jump in. They started recording it and then there was a black hole. You all know about this by now, but we are in fact the only podcast again now. And by that nature, the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars? I'm Lucas, and John's also here. The pressure is really on, Lucas, isn't it? Because when we were just the only podcast, that was stressful. And then the investigation, that was stressful. And now we're quarantined for two reasons. The uh, unfortunate uh, pandemic and also, you know, the investigation into how we're conjuring black holes. And uh, the stress is so much worse seeing as how it seems the world is under quarantine and what's a good thing to do when you're under quarantine, you can listen to podcasts, but we're the only one. So I don't know, man. I don't don't know. You know, I really expected a bigger numbers bump, uh, just pulling back the curtain a little bit, but you know, oh, well, it'll get there. We're the only game in town, as we mentioned. And I find Did I say it hard we're the only podcast brave enough to ask the question, hey, what's up with cars yet? Uh, I think so, but in case you hadn't, you have. So you have? Cool. All right, so for those of you wondering, this week we are talking about a few things. The things that we're talking about are going to involve uh, disease, quarantine, isolation, and hopefully we're done talking about black hole magic, but who knows? Who can say, you know? When it comes up, it comes up, you know? Like, we Absolutely. can't promise it won't come up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, yeah, it's been a weird couple of weeks, hasn't it, folks? Really has, and it's only going to get weirder. There are rumors yeah. that just states are going to begin shutting down, but I'm much more comfortable with the idea of it's probably not going to happen, specifically in my state, because we're doing a good job flattening that curve. Yeah, Andy Bashir is just kicking butt. In the name of coronavirus prevention, mm-hmm. which is great. Mike DeWine up here in Ohio is doing like a pretty good job, but Andy Bashir is doing pretty good. Absolutely. <sighs> so, quarantine. Am I right? That's weird. Yeah, John, I actually just remembered. Uh, <laughs> we were probably going to do this episode either way, but we did also get an email from a listener about this. So, all right, let's, uh, let let's me... hear that email. Yeah, uh, Christina is back. She has sent us another email. Thank you, Christina. Nice. She says, Evening, gents. In the midst of our isolations, I've been thinking about cars. Because, I mean, who wouldn't? 
So, I know you guys did an episode about healthcare in the Cars universe, but that led me to another question. What would Cars do in a pandemic situation? Could it only affect certain types of cars? Do cars have hospitals? What would they do if they had to self-quarantine? Some serious questions for serious times. Uh, that's all I got tonight. I hope you and the Lizas stay healthy and well. Good email. Good questions. We'll answer them, probably. And thank you for sending it, again. Absolutely. Thank you very much. And we can start with probably the easiest question. Do they have hospitals? We know for a fact they at least have one. Yes, it's. I, I think we're on the same wavelength. The one seen in Rescue Squad, Mater, is that what you were thinking? Yes. Uh-huh. Then one of Mater's tall tales, he is both a firefighter and a doctor, mm-hmm. uh, in which lightning is rushed through several doors face first. He hits them. It's, I guess, funny. So that's one hospital we know about. And I would assume that means there are several, wouldn't you? Uh, I would, but I will say that it does not give me any amount of confidence in, you know... The quality of the care, as you did describe it as Mater is a firefighter and a doctor, and the patient had his face bashed in several times. It's true. It seemed, I mean, Lightning's, you know, he made it. Mm -hmm. He was there when the story was being told. So it wasn't a terrible, terrible job, but seems like it certainly could be better. And certainly it did seem to be a very speedy process. So that's nice. Uh, yeah, that's not always the case. <laughs> we also do have uh, examples of ambuli, ambulances. I would say ambulances. Okay, ambulances. And uh, we saw in good old Cars 3 that Lightning did receive what I can only assume was medical attention very quickly and was recovering pretty fast. But as a person I have to assume is wealthy, it, it makes sense that he would get very good care rather than specifically probably Mater every time. Yeah, and I mean, again, Doc Hudson is a medical doctor, mm-hmm. so he, he didn't operate out of a hospital. He was just like a small-town doctor. But yeah, there's lots of examples of medical care in the Carsverse, huh, John? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to bring up something that is a strange thing to bring up, but an important thing in regards to... This specific disease that we're all uh, dealing with right now, uh, of course, it is COVID-19 or corona, and uh, it is a respiratory disease. It is spread by coughing, by sneezing, and the like, and, well, cars don't have hands. They don't have arms. They don't have shoulders. How do they block their coughs and sneezes? I don't don't think they would be able to do that, and as as a slight follow-up, A lot of our uh, sort of advice that we've been given involves washing your hands. And they don't have hands. You know, you know, yeah, what of them, you know? What of As you are so fond of saying. What's what's good about it is, as they do not have hands, it is harder for them to touch their face. So that is good. Yeah. Washing their hands is not going to be as absolutely necessary probably should still happen whatever their hands are whatever their hands are um so well but as we've seen real quick back to that if you're not a forklift which i guess forklifts sort of have hands Mm -hmm. a lot of the cars just pick things up with their mouths oh boy that's gonna spread disease so much worse yeah that that sort of sends us in the opposite direction huh Mm mm-hmm 
So they're not going to be touching their face, but they are going to be using their mouth directly to pick everything up. So that's terrible. They're going to be, instead of touching their face, they're going to be touching their face to things. They're going to bring their face. (laughs) They're going to be directly ingesting the the germs. Lovely. You just love to see it. I have to imagine. Okay, so uh, small, small little fun fact of the day. It's also a not fun fact of the day because it's unfortunate, but uh, the radius of you should be socially isolated and stay at least six feet away from each other. That's because six feet is approximately the radius at which you can spread the disease. Uh, There, of course, are a lot of caveats to that. I have to imagine that for a car, it's going to be a larger radius. Yeah, I would assume so as well. They've I assume they just have, you know, their machines. Mm -hmm. They can, you know expel their breath and sneeze further yeah their very large mouth is gonna give a lot of issue okay this disease affects your lungs a lot Mm -hmm. do we think they have lungs or do we think it might affect like their like heating and cooling system or like their air filters or what what i feel like i don't know they almost certainly have lungs I think they almost certainly have lungs because we've seen many examples of them having to breathe. And yeah, that's it's, true. it's very much uh, presented as if it's they're breathing how we would breathe rather than, oh, they're just filter feeding or using their gills. No, they're, they're breathing in and out. When they get panicked, they breathe more. It just seems to be connected to a somewhat familiar system to us. Like they probably have something like a heart, something like lungs. So that would, it would make sense that they would be susceptible to this sort of disease. Yeah. Okay. I, I agree with that. I was, I was just curious mm-hmm. what your thoughts were on it. Yes. I want to say it also affects their air filter and central air. And I don't know that it's called central cooling and heating in a car. That sounds wrong, but. I've only ever really heard of it referred to as AC and heating, but who knows? I was trying to make it sound more like a body part, I guess. Mm-hmm. Whatever. They're, 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 you know, air conditioning system. See, I will probably have to disagree but would with they have that? that because I feel like they do have mm-hmm. that because their mechanical bits are very mechanical, as we saw in planes, uh, fire and rescue. If you're wondering why I paused awkwardly, it is because I, it's so hard not to say planes to fire and rescue. Uh, but mm, we're still mourning. We're still mourning. It's been so long and we're still mourning. Okay, so. I'm confident they have that sort of system inside of them. I don't think that this biological thing will affect that because I'm very much becoming more and more convinced of the idea of there's a small squishy bit and the exosuit and the small squishy bit. I'm never going to be entirely nailed down on what it is, but at this point I'm operating under it. It's kind of like a flat-ish blob with just essential systems in it. Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's the only part that's going to be affected by disease like this. And uh, it may affect the technological side in certain ways, but I don't think it's going to affect it directly. I think it's going to be that the sick person operating it is going to present it in a way that's going to affect the mechanics rather than the mechanics being affected directly. No, yeah, that checks out to me. Okay. I will say, I I think while they may have some sort of uh, like heating and cooling system inside the car, it would look a lot different mm-hmm. because like, unless, you know, the, the canopy of the car, again, that sounds like the wrong term. The place where the people sit is 
uh, completely where the squishy bit is, why would they, you know, have air blowing there? Like they, they would have air either on the squishy bit to cool it down or air on the mechanical bits like the fan in your computer to also cool it down, but not in mm-hmm. the same place as we do in a car. That's a very good point. You know, I, I couldn't say whether or not I would feel like the AC that's specifically for people would exist, but I feel like if it does, it's almost certainly just because that's essentially how the cars sweat. Ooh, yeah. That's kind of interesting. Huh. No, yeah, I, I think that that would be how they cool themselves is the mechanical built-in. If they did evolve from, you know, our cars, they would repurpose that as a personal cooling system, much like sweat. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little bit of flavor. I like that. And uh, thanks to my job, I've learned a bit about cooling technology based on high volume, uh, low speed. Uh, I don't know how to describe it. It's air circulation. It's the idea that you can cool someone down without cooling down the air. And it's just, if you increase the flow of air, then that flow of air is going to help the process of sweat evaporation, which will cool the person down whether or not they're actually being physically cooled. And that's just how this system, I would imagine, works. Is I like the idea of somehow people and cars evolve together and... People just liked being comfortable in their weird exosuits. So when they became more amorphous blobs, the AC just kind of fit them better and is still just a thing for comfort and sweat evaporation. Nice. Just to make sure I'm understanding. So like circulating air gets rid of the sweat faster, which allows more sweat to come and more efficiently cool yourself down. Is that kind of how it works? Yes. Cool. That's neat. I didn't know that... I've always thought that like fans didn't actually make anything cooler, but I like them a lot. Mm-hmm. Huh. They make you feel cooler without making you cooler, which is We're just, this weird. Is... Yeah, I love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mentioned job. Yes. So I want to talk about uh, and answer another one of Christina's questions. Uh, what like a sort of self-quarantining uh, social distancing might look like for the cars. Is that... A good enough segue for you? I I don't think a segue is even necessary, so of course. Absolutely. Nice. Um, Love it. Self-quarantining. In the situation that we are all in, it's avoid groups. Try and stay in your home as much as possible. Don't go to get groceries more than once a week if you can avoid it. Uh, don't go anywhere that you don't have to go. It's It's that sort of... Just avoid people because people are the people that have the thing that you don't want. And yes, in the Cars universe, I have to imagine it's got to be very, very similar. And uh, Lucas, I've got a question about something I don't remember. Okay. Have we seen surgical masks in the Cars universe? I feel like this was something we talked about in Mater's Tall Tales. I remember like Mia and Tia specifically... Uh, as his like uh, surgical assistants had after they were dogs, you remember mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> they had surgical masks, and I was like, "Why do they have those?" This implies that there is some sort of uh, airborne transmission of germs. Hmm. Which, yeah, all right, bada bing. So one good thing about this specific thing is if they have surgical masks and if the people are wearing them appropriately and 
not doing the terrible thing that people are doing right now, which is buying them all up and preventing hospitals from having the ones they need and using them when they don't have symptoms, which is the reverse of what should be happening. Uh, uh-huh. The good news is, in the Cars universe, facial hair isn't exactly a real thing. We have yeah. dozens of examples of mustache-like grills, but they don't have like stubble, they don't have beards, and that means that if they have masks that are designed to actually adhere to the face, then almost certainly they're going to adhere better than average for at least for men, because that's one thing that's kind of troublesome is we're supposed to be wearing form-fitting masks that create a somewhat airtight uh, seal to the face, and facial hair really messes with that. <coughs> so in cars, face, face masks are going to be more effective. Nice. like that. All right. One thing I wanted to get in Two, with uh, social distancing, self-quarantining. We've talked a lot about how their living spaces are a lot smaller, at least like what we've seen. Like Lightning literally lives in one of the cozy cones, which is like, I don't know, barely bigger than he is. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, that would suck a lot, right? (laughs) I mean, I feel like if you're supposed to stay in your own home in this situation, it's going to be so much worse for them because that pretty much means you do not walk. Yeah. Which brings me to a fun fact most of the time, but a very not fun fact during quarantine. And that is the idea of a tiny hotel slash tiny motels. In Japan, it's a a fairly trendy, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, It's a thing where there are basically hotel motel situations where you rent a room and the room is just enough space for you to lie down and go to sleep and have like a few items with you. And that's pretty much it. And if you're self-quarantined and that's the only option you have for sleep, it's just like the Cars verse where you can't move. And that is that is just tragic to me. Yeah, it it's like genuinely unsettling me to think about it. Mm-hmm. Just being, you know... And we've talked about, as far as we know, like Fillmore, uh, Sarge, Lizzie, they just live in their shops as far as we can tell, mm-hmm. which are, again, not much bigger than they are. It's it's troubling. At yeah. one point, Lightning lives inside another person, which is not great. I don't think that, that can count as self-quarantine because it's two people, no, one's inside not. of the other. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Hmm. Uh, so... Yeah, I don't know that there are many more implications to that besides, you know, it would suck. But it does lead me sort of to the question from Liz, which is fun. (laughs) All right. But before you go, Uh, I've got a question from Liz. Oh, yeah, of course. You were here first. Today's question from Liz is a quarantine equals quarantine question mark. I mean, that's probably what we titled this episode. And and that's today's question from Liz. The answer, of course, as Lucas has already said, yes. Yes. Asked and answered. Love it. We're running through them. All right. Go ahead and give me that question from Liz. Oh, I'd love to. And as you know, John, uh, both of our significant others are named Elizabeth, and they ask us questions, and then we answer them. We don't tell you which is which, but you can pretty much tell that's the whole joke. Mm-hmm. But this week, uh, the question from Liz that I have is, let me see if I can sort of remember how she asked it. I probably can't. So a lot of 
recommendations when you're sick are that you rest specifically like sleep and nap and whatnot but they are in these incredibly tight quarters so if a married couple was quarantined could they get rest because they wouldn't be able to you know move around without waking the other one up and i think this is based on some experiences she has had during the self-quarantine because uh, she was taking a nap on Friday of this week and I woke her up with a work call. So I think she may be letting out some latent <laughs> Ooh. like hard feelings about that. But And we also live in very tight quarters uh, in like a one bedroom, which is how she described <laughs> their apartments now that I think about it. So that may have been more of a, why did you wake me up two days ago kind of question than a, I want an answer to this kind of question, but I still wanted to ask it. Uh, I'd like to think that in this universe, it's as easy as it is for general couples. So some people, they're going to have work calls that wake others up in the middle of their nap. And some people are just going to lovingly cuddle with their wife for 12 hours every night that they can. And uh, yeah, I think that's just how it's going to be. Some people, yeah, they're going to get a lot of rest and some people aren't. Yeah, that pretty much answers it, I feel like. Sorry, Liz. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, it was questions from Liz. It's one of the segments we do on the show. Mm -hmm. I thought it went pretty well. All right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's go for a, a fun fact of the day. Uh, one way to help prevent, you know, yourself from getting Corona is to wash your hands. Surprisingly, washing your hands, you know, gets bad stuff off your hands and that's good. So remember to wash your hands for at least 20 seconds after anything that would involve getting your hands in any way dirty. And by any way dirty, I mean, like yeah. if you're interacting with other people, that counts. Also, don't mm-hmm. touch your face. I agree with what John said. It can be helpful to have a song that you either sing in your head or out loud that, or like a verse from a song that lasts about 20 to 30 seconds to make sure you're doing it. I sing the theme from Flood from by They Might Be Giants, which is a little 30 second intro they do to their album Flood. It's a, I don't know, it's a fine song. I like They Might Be Giants a lot, so it's nice. And I sing all of Bohemian Rhapsody, and my hands are raw at this point. John doesn't have hand skin. I don't. But I lost all of it. Oops. But I probably shouldn't be using scalding water. You know, you live and you learn, and that's all you can do these days. Uh, but I did, well, I am just running the game here, so uh, I mentioned a work call, so I wanted to sort of talk about, I've been working from home a lot because of this. Uh, And I want to talk about what that would look like for cars, because I can work from home because 90% of my job is on the computer, even when I'm at the office, and the 10% of meetings can be put on the computer. And like, the cars could, like, they could do Zoom meetings, which would be very appropriate because they're cars, and that would be very funny because it's called Zoom. Mm -hmm. Uh, But I don't know how much, like computer-based work they could do or like how much working from home they could get done i'm very glad you brought this up and we have to talk about something that is tragic and uh well it's it's something that lets you know that if this pandemic were to happen in the cars universe everything would be doomed and of course what i'm talking about is the fact that there is one job that is vital 
to the survival of every car. And that is pretty much the job that Flo has. A job Mm. that she can stay at home and do, but unless you're Fillmore, a person who is the comparison of the hippie who grows their own food and whatnot, unless you're Fillmore and growing your own fuel somehow, the way you eat is not by having fuel and consuming it. It's by going out and getting fuel, which is how cars work in our world. You have to go to a place to get fuel. And that's pretty much every time you need fuel, that's what you have to do. So if we're assuming that they still have to consume fuel during like a two-week quarantine, that means they have to go to an extremely public place where everyone has to go, and then they all have to share the same few devices to get their sustenance. And that is just terrifying to think about what if that happened in our world what if everyone only had like one real option for getting food and it was every day you had to go to like a lunch court and you had to use the same like five utensils for everyone Mm, yeah it you do in fact put it inside of you Mm -hmm. that's not great Okay, I, I, I was following you mostly, but the comparison to the utensils is where you've really... Yeah, you've really convinced me with this one, but okay, that's not good. And sure, you could say something along the lines of, well, you can just wash the utensils after every use. And sure, you can do that. But if you're doing that after every single meal, the amount of people that are going to go hungry is staggering. Yeah, it's not good. So, basically... For a job like being a person who provides fuel, sure, you can do it at your own home, but everyone's going to be going to your home, and that one job is going to practically doom everyone on this planet. So let's talk about other jobs that are a little bit more hopeful. (laughs) You do bring up a good point uh, that I didn't make the connection to. We've already said, just like 10 minutes ago, most people's like storefronts are their home anyway Mm -hmm. so like i guess they could technically you know work but people shouldn't be going to them Mm -hmm. unless it's like an essential function like fuel or food yep getting your custom paint job that's just gonna not be a thing for quite some time buying your new shoe tires hopefully that's not gonna be a thing for a while yeah which i mean is an unfortunate reality of this a lot of people can't be doing their job from home either, mm-hmm. which is sad. Yep. I I am fortunate in the real world in that even though I can't do my job from home, not because it's not a job that can be done from home, but because my job requires other businesses to be open. Uh, I have been just given a different manual labor task to do for 36 hours every week, which is uh, like something I can appreciate. It's... A little unfortunate that it's 12 hours at a time of direct manual labor for three days a week. But I really shouldn't be complaining. It's it's a good source of income. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, if I did have something to complain about, it would be the fact that I do have to interact with probably a good 30 people in that building. Not to interact with them directly. It's just we're all in the same building and that's a little scary. Well, yeah, that's... It's not the best, but it's better than being in like some 
uh, retail store where people come in and out a lot. Yeah. Uh, but if I can share, <laughs> so I've been having a lot of Zoom meetings, as I've said this mm-hmm. week, which are not my favorite thing in the world, but that's neither here nor there. And so far, my only real experience of sitting at the desk I am cur- currently sitting at and talking to someone over the internet has been making this dumb podcast with you. Hmm. So it's sort of felt like every time I've had a Zoom meeting that we're making just like a really bad, boring podcast that has a very niche market of people who want uh, to get students to go to their college. That's sort of been on my mind every time I've had a Zoom meeting, which it shouldn't be on my mind. My mind should probably be on my task at hand. (laughs) But oh, well, it's not. That's fine. Now, I've I've had the thought many a time of, I do not enjoy cars enough to be doing this podcast, but I will say that I do enjoy doing this podcast. I, I enjoy having this conversation with you. Now, if you were a coworker and a few other coworkers as well, and we were talking about getting students interested in going to college, a specific one at that, I don't think I could do that. I don't think I could enjoy that whole thing. I would be pretty bored out in my gourd. Yeah, and there are just way too many hosts. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> With how much we accidentally talk over each other on this one, adding a few other people, that'd be ugh, the worst. Yeah, and however much you think we talk over each other, I added a good amount of that out. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's more than that. <laughs> I have specific memories of listening to episodes of our podcast after the fact and thinking, oh, good. Oh, good. I don't sound like a complete jerk right now because I remember distinctly like five minutes of this episode where us talking over each other. No, yeah. I try my best. Hmm. Or future Lucas does. I don't know. Hmm. We're the same person. If you hadn't figured that out, I'm (laughs) sorry to like rip the curtain back, but we're the same person. Yeah. I will say, though, I do really appreciate uh, future Lucas sometimes more than I do just normal Lucas, just because. Uh, Future Lucas does a lot of work for me. It's real nice. It's true. Mm-hmm. I, he does. Uh, but, I don't know, this seems like a good enough time as any to go to our... Uh, it's been a minute Fair since enough. we've done Fun a wiki quote. Of the day. No, John, you already did this joke <laughs> when you did your question from Liz before mine. So we're going to do the... We haven't had a wiki quote of the day for a while because we did the D&D episodes. And I didn't think to do it for those of the day <laughs> give me that uh delayed response of uh wiki for two weeks because of it made up D game based around cars that was not all that mechanically sound because i hadn't had time to flush everything out exactly but still was very enjoyable at least for me the dm of the day thank you john uh this one as they so often do has nothing to do <laughs> with our topic of conversation this week. Uh, I actually ended up on uh, worldofcarsdriving.fandom.com slash wiki slash lightning underscore McQueen, which, I don't know, I guess I haven't really gone to Lightning's page before because right here at the top, it says Lightning McQueen, then in parentheses, previously known as Montgomery McQueen, which... Lucas, what the f***? Yeah, man, I know. it's it, Lightning's not his name. <laughs> no, it, it is his name, but apparently it hasn't always been his name. 
And for some terrible, terrible reason, his old name was Montgomery? Yeah, I didn't. I thought it was maybe just someone, you know, just editing the wiki for fun. But I went to just like, you know, real Wikipedia. And if you go to ian.wikipedia.org slash wiki slash lightning underscore McQueen, under other works right here at the bottom, it says, in the extension work, Struck by Lightning, McQueen reveals that his original first name was Monty, and that Lightning is a nickname he acquired. Monty McQueen. Yeah, and I've they even I on the World of Cars page, they even link to the the page like they they've got like a screenshot of the page of the book where he reveals it. So, I don't know. I guess I'll read it, and if it's boring, then I'll edit it down a little bit. <laughs> well, kind of, I guess. I just got that name one day and it stuck, replied Lightning. Made her look stunned. You mean Lightning wasn't always your name? He asked. Nope, said Lightning. My original name was, uh, something else. What was it? Asked Fillmore. It was, um, Lightning's voice trailed off as he mumbled something. Say again? We couldn't hear that, said Sarge. Monty, Lightning said, finally. My original name was Monty McQueen. Mater's, Fillmore's, and Sarge's mouths fell open. Then they all exclaimed at once, Monty? Are you putting us on? Fillmore said. Monty McQueen? With a name like that, you could have hosted your own daytime game show. (laughs) Don't know what that means, but I'll I'll keep going for just another second because I like this line. My uncle's name was Monty. He was the slowest car I ever knew, said Sarge. Lightning suits you much better. And then he apparently goes on to tell the story about how he got the nickname Lightning. But I've only got one page here, so I don't know that story. But yeah, his name's Monty. (laughs) We're 42 episodes in. This is a book released in 2017. It's not like breaking news. We have talked about cars for over 50 hours. And we did not know... Yeah, if I'd have to guess. ...that his name was Montgomery. No. This is a sort of... uh, planes to fire and rescue uh, scenario all over again though isn't it huh yeah lucas we didn't start We're bad at this we didn't start recording this podcast until after this book came out yeah even the fact that we you know had several episodes recorded in the year what was it 2017 or 2018 2018 no yeah okay our first like what three or four episodes were recorded in 2018 and then we came back to it in 2019 but still we could have had this information the whole time. I think it was our first, like, seven. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so, does this mean that Monty Python is actually, like, oh, boy. I am interested in the fact that, uh... Lucas, in... it's, it's Montgomery Pythagoras. What? What are you talking about? Monty Python is Montgomery Pythagoras. No, I think it's probably just Monty Python, man. I don't think you have to apply whatever <laughs> weird rules you're taking from lightning mcqueen's real birth name there's a comedian named pete holmes who has a joke about names and how to be happy and if he wants to like give himself a nice pick me up what he does is he just reminds himself that one of the coolest men on the face of this planet is named leonard good old leonard kravitz mm. lenny kravitz is named leonard and that's just, that's good to know. One of my friends from college 
I wasn't here for when the story was told, but it was retold to me and it's always stuck with me. Apparently, he was almost named Dactron. <laughs> and his father almost changed his last name to Plunkett. So his name was almost Dactron Plunkett. <laughs> Real quick, uh, Liz is interjecting. What do you need? Got it. I did tell it wrong. His last name was already Plunkett, but then he changed it. Okay. So it his his name was very nearly Dactron Plunkett, which I think about maybe once a week. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. All right. So if you if you listen to this and you are uh, alumnus of the UK theater program, message me if you don't know who that is, and I'll let you know who it is. You'll think it's even funnier then. All right. So I'm just going to share another another not so fun fact of the day. Apparently, sure. apparently, not only does just having a ton of toilet paper not prevent Corona, but also what? drinking a ton of alcohol also doesn't prevent Corona. Turns out Gosh. that if you drink a ton of alcohol, it lowers your immune system because... Alcohol is poison. Poison. <laughs> it's poison. It's poison that can be enjoyed very responsibly. But that's what it is. <laughs> and I do enjoy it. But I gotta say, I don't think that a viable option for preventing this disease is getting sloshed. Another thing that you shouldn't that's be drinking shame. is colloidal silver. You know, that stuff that people sell as a miracle cure-all for a bunch of different things. That turns your skin yeah, blue. I've seen that. Yeah, don't don't take that. It causes kidney damage. Yeah. It can cause seizures, and it can turn your skin blue. And uh, probably the worst thing of all, it doesn't prevent you know corona <laughs> or anything else. If I can interject with my own here, I assume this causes kidney damage. It co probably causes a lot of things damage. Don't drink bleach either. That's not going to help anyone. That causes... Certainly not yourself. All of the kinds of damage. It just causes, like, damage. Mm -hmm. uh, if, you're, if you're wondering how to, like, make a potion that will kill someone, if you just want... Like, all you need is this one ingredient. It's uh, just, yeah, well, just bleach. Just put bleach yeah. in a bottle, and w there you go. You have poison. Like, an extremely effective poison. If you make someone drink it, They'll probably die. And we're not talking like technically poison like uh, alcohol is. We're talking, no, that's just poison. <laughs> yeah, alcohol, like if you drink a lot of it will become actual poison. But in general, it's just kind of like a little bit bad for you. Uh, but bleach, yeah, there's no, there's no way to drink that that's not going to really do some damage. And sure, you can say there's, oh, well, if you have a bunch of, like, bad water, you can mix one tiny part bleach into the water, and it will actually make it drinkable. But if you don't have the exact knowledge of amounts and also processing to make it safe, just follow my advice. Never drink bleach. It's become one of my favorite things to say on here. You've heard it probably not here first. But let us say it again. 
There you go. Hopefully, this is not the first time you're hearing about this, but drinking bleach, not a good thing. All right, let's get back to Man, our, our good, We're doing good... important work here. <laughs> Absolutely. Wash your hands, touch your face less, don't, like, get around a bunch of sick people six feet apart, and uh, don't drink bleach. Let's get yep. back to our... Sums it up. Our good, good fan email. Uh, so... One question that I'm really curious uh, about on this is, could it only affect certain types of cars? Yeah, I was also curious about that myself. Uh, this is still from Christina's email. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not sure what exactly made her think it would or would not, but it's a very interesting concept to me that it would only affect because, like, I don't know, would a car disease be even even like outside of like would it only affect cars? or certain types of cars, would, would a car disease be transmissible to, like, a plane or a boat? See, that is a good question. Do they have similar enough question. biology? So, uh, there's this weird thing happening where, for some reason, a lot of people see something on Facebook, and they think it's real. And uh, it's people think... Man, that's been happening for a bit. <laughs> people think that dogs can get COVID-19. And, uh... Yeah. Hopefully you're not hearing it here first, but no, that, nope, you don't have to put a mask on your dog. It's fine. There are people putting Although masks a dog wearing on dogs. A surgical mask. Sure, it's it cute, sounds like a cute picture, but also it's probably like, going to be. Don't do like, it. Also, yeah, it's going to mess up their nose. Like their noses are supposed to stay moist. If you put a mask on, it's going to dry it out, and it's going to be bad for them. Also, they use also, their nose. Also, we're experiencing for a, a shortage of, of masks, so like, don't use it. I mean, for like a cute photo op on your dog right now. Even if you find like a dog specific one, just don't do it. That's just bad practice. Uh, yeah. So like, okay. And one thing there is, so it's not an interspecies thing per se. So are we considering planes a different species? Because if we consider the squishy bit okay. to just be the same type of thing and they're in just different exosuits, then absolutely they're probably the same species. But what if they're not? Yeah, I feel like I, I'm thinking back. This feels like a question we've had to have asked before now, but I don't think it is. I, I think we have just assumed that they were the same species until now. Because it's kind of uncomfortable not to. Yeah, it's super uncomfortable not to, but they may not be the same species. And if they're not okay. the same species, then I have to assume that there's a good chance that a disease like this would not be transmissible between types of vehicles. But types of the same type of vehicle is a different question again within that. Yeah. Are, like, do we think that a truck is just as likely as a cyber truck? What is, uh, oh, like the, the Elon truck? Is that what the Cybertruck is? Mm -hmm. The Tesla Cybertruck. It's designed... Okay, so... Yeah. It's okay. an electric vehicle. It doesn't doesn't need that gas. So that's one thing that's going to prevent uh, the disease from spreading more to this vehicle. Uh, okay. It's also designed differently in many ways. It's designed basically to be a combat vehicle for some reason. It's bullet resistant. Uh, cool. It's... An aluminum, like, aircraft-grade frame that is the entire vehicle, rather than having, like, an endoskeleton and then outside parts. 
like the whole structure is basically the shell, which is also a good and interesting design. But also if you damage the outside, that means it's going to be a lot harder to repair. But also it's supposed to be bullet resistant, so harder to damage, which is nice. But they're just like, sure, they're both trucks. And I assume the squishy bit would probably be the same. But they're very, very different vehicles. Yeah, and if I remember right, for a while you kept saying that electric vehicles would be cyborgs. They'd either be cyborgs or androids. Yeah. Because they don't need that same type of fuel. They are, in fact, you know, full robot people instead of, you know, how the cars are only sort of robot people. You get it. Mm -hmm. Then I would assume it would make it either incredibly unlikely or impossible for them to catch any disease. Absolutely. It'd be, it'd be absurd for a robot to be designed to be susceptible to, like, biological disease. Sounds like something someone would do in, like, a movie. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, maybe, but if we're considering this to be a real universe, uh, then, yeah. yeah, I would say absolutely not. Huh. So, if they're robots, then for sure not. And if they're cyborgs, even still, probably not, because they're going to be designed to have parts that make them more sturdy so they probably have parts that make them like more immune to disease and also they have different fuel source so even less likely to have same biologies so i have to assume that like a tesla truck probably not gonna be all that affected by this sort of disease so i'm probably gonna assume like any electric vehicle probably less susceptible if not completely fine yeah I, I agree. I, I think that I, I don't know of many other like differences and designs that would affect it that much, except maybe like, and this one's a stretch. So bigger vehicles have bigger mouths. Mm-hmm. I would think that would make it easier for them to catch it or anything. But if they have bigger organs, they can process things more effectively. Okay. Which means they'd almost certainly be better at spreading i don't know if they'd be worse at like not catching yeah the science just isn't there yet Mm -hmm. i want to go back to if planes and boats are different species real quick mm -hmm. just to say like basically to say like i don't know that that's the case or it's not i think what you were saying uh about like it could be that they are just you know the same species in different exosuits i think that makes perfect sense Mm-hmm. But I also think it makes a good amount of sense for them to not be the same species in different exosuits. Because, mm-hmm. you know, they're boat people and plane people. Now, if boat people are also susceptible to this this disease, and even plane people to a certain extent, because they can spend a lot of their day in the sky, like, there's a good chance that self-quarantine is going to be a bit easier for them and a little bit more free for them, because... You're floating on the ocean. You can be far away from a lot of people and still travel a lot. You still stretch your legs in the metaphorical sense. But if you're staying in a cone, you can't really move at all. So a plane, they can fly in the sky, hopefully not catch anything. A boat can just float along, boat along in the ocean, be fine. But cars, I don't know. That's It's probably worse for them. And plus population density, they're... Seem to be a lot more cars. Yeah. Sorry, I'm I'm really caught on the spe- different species things. Do we think forklifts are a different species? Uh, 
I wouldn't say different species. I I would assume that if they're anything, they're just like a subspecies of car. Mm, they do have them hands, though. Mm-hmm. They're just more evolved. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, sorry. I, I got very caught on that. I know that's mm-hmm. not a really our topic right now, but I've got very... And not, not even in the way that we want for this podcast, where it's generating mm-hmm. questions and interesting topics for us to talk about. But more just the unfortunate like, way when you're genuinely curious in a way that makes you think about it for a while. Yeah, where I'm just like, I don't know if they are. Huh. Huh. I gotta think what about What an this. interesting thought. I'm going to yep. think it some more. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm tra- attempting to entertain people. I forgot. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got a question about types of cars that might be more susceptible. Got it. What about lemons? What about rusty vehicles? Because if there's anyone I would have to assume that is immunocompromised, it's going to be those two. Yeah. You're rusty. You have parts missing where more germs can get in, theoretically. You're already leaking. You have problems maintaining your levels of fuel. It's it's unfortunate, but I feel like these are the people that are going to have a lot of issues fighting off the disease. And it also seems like they have this tight knit community. Cause when you see one, you see a lot. Yeah. I, I think you're absolutely right. Right. Which makes me sad mm-hmm. one, because the lemons have a very tragic story, both in universe and how we have given them. But mm-hmm. it also makes me sad because gosh, they did I know we talk about it every time we talk about how sad the lemons are. They didn't do a good job with the lemons. They could have been so interesting, but they didn't. So what are you going to do about it? Yeah, it, it's weird that they just blatantly made a race to be racist against in cars. Yeah. And then they were like, it was correct. Mm-hmm. We were right to be prejudiced towards this group of people. And that wasn't great. Yeah. In Christy's fact, they're not just my straight favorite up- movie. They're just straight up two races that they made to be racist against. And one of them is forklifts that are just their underclass that do all the work. And then there are lemons who are just the people they think little of and laugh at if they think they've leaked. Yeah, and I mean, uh, forklifts have hands, which mm-hmm. no one else does. So they would probably be a bit more susceptible to it as well. Yep. And they're the people that do all of the repair work and all of that sort of thing. They do the manual labor. They're more likely to get it. Man, that's just three groups right there. The the rusty, the lemons, and the forklifts that are just like the underclass of this world. And they're just so susceptible to it in such a tragic way. Man, how do we always make real life class, <laughs> class uh, comparisons in cars? <laughs> Class disparity comparisons. Because they're just very prevalent. These are movies made by fairly wealthy people. Yeah, (sighs) who fully did not intend the... We know they didn't. They intended like some commentary. They didn't intend this commentary. Absolutely not. But that's honestly how a lot of this sort of thing happens, where they don't realize that they're being bad because it's just a a thing of ignorance where they, they don't live that life. How would they perceive it from that end? True. Hmm. True. You know? Yep. Uh, small fun fact of the day. If you have Love surgery, <laughs> uh, sure, you'll be uh, pretty much all right 
in the amount of time the doctor will tell you you're fine, which is oftentimes like two weeks, but you're not actually completely healed for, I believe what it was called six weeks. So until that point, you should consider yourself slightly immunocompromised. So just keep an eye out for that. Yeah. How are you feeling, man? Vis-a-vis. I'm pretty good. The organ they took from you. I am feeling like all things considered, I'm feeling great. Uh, I'd like to start exercising again, but I can't really do that very well. Uh, yeah. uh, my belly button is weird because they cut that open and kind of sewed it smaller. Weird. Yep. So I've got a weird looking belly button. I've got the three holes on my tummy area healing up. Uh, a lot less pain and discomfort. I'm pretty much good unless I'm like lifting a heavy weight and then just like feels like my skin is being pulled a little bit. And that's because I'm healing from a, a wound. So that's good. Well, I'm happy you're healing up. I've thought about mm-hmm. something that I wanted to talk about, which is what I was sort of doing by making you talk for a while. Uh, <laughs> so pretty much for the past three days straight, I have all I have done while being self-quarantined is play Animal Crossing New Horizons. It's a phenomenal game, especially for these spooky times. It's so calming and cute, and it's going to eat 100,000 hours of my life. But I guess where I'm going with this is if the cars had Animal Crossing New Horizons, what would that be like? I have to assume... That it would be something like a driving simulator where you're not racing. You're just kind of going along on a very calm road. Yeah. And all of And like your... there are neighbors that are driving beside you and uh, you can just talk to them. And if you want to talk to a different person, you just like get a little bit faster, talk to them, slow down a little bit, talk to someone else. And it's just like this nice community of people that can drive around this neighborhood and... I don't know, fish somehow. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But I would say all of the neighbors are like sentient uh, tractors and I don't know, other things we've seen that are animals. Bulldozers. That's small planes. That's kind of it, as far as I can remember. Maybe bicycles, you know. uh, Motorcycles are, are vampires, so they wouldn't be. They wouldn't be in there. <laughs> but there definitely would be motorcycles in, like, Sims for cars. Oh, yeah, totally. And maybe you would have, like, a sort of Mac that you would live in, like like a trailer, and you could customize that. You He would always drive just, like, slightly ahead, so you could go back into him. Man. And there's one tractor that sold you your Mac, and you owe him a ton of money, and you have to pay it off very slowly. Yeah. Which is something I want to... Okay. I've seen a lot of demonization of Tom Nook on the internet, calling him like like a, a really bad landlord. And he is a landlord. I don't know. The morality of being a landlord is something I go back and forth on in general. But... Mm-hmm. I, I really will... want to be a landlord because of how easily you can make money. But also I think about the fact that it would be really hard to make money if you're trying to be a really good guy and like giving people a break yeah certainly uh but at the very least tom nook gives you a no interest loan that you can just pay back whenever you feel like it 
over as long a period as you have to live. Yeah, if you can find that in the real world, please genuinely let me know. But like, I don't know. He's not that bad of a guy. He's still a landlord. And again, I don't know how I feel about landlords, especially, See, you know, right now. But it's really easy to demonize someone if they have any amount of power over you. And from what I understand, the amount he charges you is just a lot. <laughs> so that's a lot of power over you. So the more power someone has over you, the harder it is to not demonize them. Man, I would do an Animal Crossing podcast. <laughs> I'm not really that knowledgeable about it, so it would be a bad podcast. But gosh, okay. I love Animal Crossing. I was about to say, if you want to do an Animal Crossing podcast, just, we can we can work together and I'll be the guy who doesn't know anything and you can like explain things to me. But if you don't know that much, I don't know. I mean, I know a decent amount, but I'm not like as... There are people out there who know everything about Animal Crossing. But I will throw it out there. If you're listening to this and you have Animal Crossing New Le- or New Horizons, I don't know, you could tweet or email us your friend code and I'll add you. Come visit your village. I would love that. I would Genuinely, I would love to visit your island. I, I have pears and I have cherry trees growing. I don't have cherries yet, but I'll give you either once I have them. All right. Nice. Liz wants apples very badly because they're her fa- they're one of her favorite foods. So if you have apples, definitely let us know. So completely off all of the topics. I mean, that was an on topic in to begin with, but go right ahead. There was a transition to that where this is a little bit more abrupt. It's just riffing off of a thing that was riffed off of a riff. And uh, so should I get that or should I get uh, Stardew Valley? Gosh, I love both of those games very, very dearly, John. Stardew Valley right now is $15. No, yeah. Purely cost-based, Stardew Valley is is always going to be four times cheaper than Animal Crossing's New Horizon, which Mm -hmm. is something you you should consider. But I don't know. I'll talk about this. Another fun fact of the day. Another fun fact of the day I just want to throw in there. A lot of games are on sale right now because of the quarantine. And if you want to go specific to cars, there's a car mechanic simulator that I've been playing. I wouldn't say it's great, but it's interesting, and it's only like $2.03, so if you have like some money to spare, go ahead. It's it's decent. It's definitely better than like $2.03. Yeah, but the big difference between Stardew Valley and Animal Crossing, I would say, Stardew Valley becomes third dimension. More, well, one, yes. Stardew Valley becomes more directly about making money, I would say, than Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing is still a lot about making money, but Stardew Valley is, like, you want to optimize your farm because it's not in real time. You have, like, I don't know, 20 minutes for every day, so you get Mm. into a lot of, like, I need to have this exact schedule of, like, picking all my plants, then I go to the mines, and then I talk to the person and try to romance them. If you like romancing people, that's only in Stardew Valley. Uh, but whereas Animal Crossing is in real time, so you can go a lot more leisurely, is my <laughs> professional review. This has been our video game comparison podcast. The Bleep or bloop. <laughs> Why do you always make it related? Look, it's, it's, it doesn't it's have got to, to continue. Be. It's got to continue because I've been doing it. It doesn't. It fully. It, okay, whatever. <laughs> Lucas, you can't be. Oh. You can't be me right now. You can't, you can't be like me in regards to tradition. 
Whatever. We've been circling the end of this episode for a while now, and it's okay if it's a shorter one. So I'm going to say we should go ahead and and stop talking. Uh, I would like to, real quick, give a shout out to either number two or number one fan, Paul. Here's to you, Paul. Yeah. I say possibly number one because uh, I checked in like the other other day, maybe a week or two ago, and I was talking to him, and turns out he had listened to our uh, our episode that was that Monday, and we had started hanging out like maybe a day or two later, and uh, then I find out that Faith hadn't listened to that one yet, so Oof. he was on top of it. He surpassed number one fan Faith in listens, so who knows? Maybe there's That's competition. Fair. I will say a lot of number one fan Faith's title comes from her... Uh interaction contributions yes yeah which (laughs) absolutely that's what i told paul that's what i told paul (laughs) yeah paul we absolutely love you here thank you for listening but i don't know send us a question or something man if you want that title christina honestly is coming up i would say Mm -hmm. on faith's title maybe even more than paul because that's been two episodes pretty much entirely based on a question from her so once again thank uh, you christina Remember I to do, like, comment, subscribe. Please real quick tell before we do that stuff. Who, yes. I just wanted to say it's like a genuinely spooky time right now, and it's perfectly understandable and okay to be afraid. Uh, but I would say just keep reaching out to people, keep uh, yourself and each other's lives. And I heard something on the internet that I really liked, so I'm going to repeat it. Uh, it's that there's a really famous quote that says, uh, the only way out is through, but the only way through is together. And mm. I think that is very true for right now. So just keep yourselves in each other's lives and keep being good people. And we'll get through this. It'll be fine. And I feel really conflicted about stepping on that very heartwarming statement. But uh, when he says together, he does not yes. mean physically. Absolutely he, not. He means <laughs> that you should support and contact everyone that you love and care about but also do not group together stay six feet apart if you're interacting with anyone together in this context just means communicate make sure people know how you're doing make sure you know how people are doing talk to each other but again isolation is important for flattening the curve no yeah that is a important addition to that thing i said sorry if it sounded cheesy or preachy but that's the end of the episode (laughs) If you want right. to reach out to us, you could do it on Twitter at the chat. You can email us the chat at gmail.com. John already said the stuff about liking us and subscribing before I interrupted him. And uh, one addition to that, yes. one addition to that is uh, right now, again, it is, uh, it's a, it's a frustrating time because of the isolation, but that's, that is good for listening to podcasts and watching uh, things like Netflix and whatnot. Hashtag not sponsored, but uh, that would be a great time if you want to to tell anyone you know who might be interested if they want to listen to this. Uh, it's just it's something to do, it's something to distract, and one thing that I get from podcasts is a sense of like camaraderie and friendship. And sure, I don't know them, I can't talk to them, but it's still comforting. So if you know anyone who's feeling even just a little bit alone, maybe introduce them to. This or any podcast, it's just a nice a nice way to not feel as alone. 
you connected that thing I said earlier really well with some self-promotion, and I'm really jazzed about that. I think that should be where we end it. So I'm Lucas. He's John. Don't forget to float like a Cadillac. And sting like a beamer. <laughs>